Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at savewithconrad.com. Y'all, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Well, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. I love this stuff so much. The reason I love Factor so much is because, like, with my schedule, I work from home if I'm not on the road doing shows. And, like, oftentimes it literally just happened to me. I'll be running behind. Oh, I forgot to eat lunch. I got to eat lunch, but I don't have much time left. I go in there. I'm not going to whip up an entire meal. I love to cook, but I like to cook dinner. Lunchtime, I want it to be easier for me. I want it to be convenient. But a lot of things that's easy and convenient are not also good. Not so for Factor. Factor is, like, genuinely gourmet-type meals that come fully cooked, ready to go. You just heat and eat, and it's uh, it's really upped the convenience level of my life out here. It's been a godsend, quite frankly. So if you're too busy with summer plans to cook like I was, but you want to make sure you're eating well, well, use Factor. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, prepping, cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in two minutes. So all you got to do is heat and enjoy, and then you can get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Cho, why don't you tell them some more about Factor here? First off, I echo everything you said. I love it. I also love to cook, but at lunchtime, it's like I'm, you know, I'm I'm ready to go record with Trey. I got two seconds, and I've always been against the heatable things, but Factor sort of changed my whole life on that. And especially if you're out there and you're looking for calorie conscious options this summer, you're trying to get that, you know, six pack back because it's been hiding since the winter, baby. They got dietitian approved calorie smart meals with or around less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer try the protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving i know that y'all gonna be doing your wild thing on the boat and drinking and everything but you can sort of make up for it with factors health conscious meals round out your meal replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes ooh wee bacon and cheddar egg bites and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet or for just an easy wellness boost try the refreshing beverage option 
options like cold press juices. Here's the deal. Head to factormills.com slash POA50 and use code POA50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code POA50 at factormills.com slash POA50 to get 50% off. If I say 50 one more time, I'm going to lose it. But you should go to factormills.com slash POA50. You'll get 50% off. Also use the code POA50. Good food. 50. What's up, Airheads? We're back. I am in the virtual Airstream studios. I'm just on the other side of it. Um, Normally, I'm right back there. If you're watching on YouTube, that's where... That's where the magic typically happens, but that's also where my air conditioner is. And mm-hmm. normally I turn it off to record, but it's hotter than the uh, devil's anus out here in anus. Southern California right now. Yeah, we're another historic heat wave. Seems like every damn summer there's another historic heat wave, but maybe they literally are breaking records every single year. It wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, I needed that AC on, so I scooted over here. But Joe, you're in your normal climbs there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, also hotter than shit. Uh, I, man, like the past, like I don't do well in hot. I do a lot better in hot now that I'm not carrying the extra 50 pounds that I used to. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm still a person that no matter how much weight I lose, I've still got like I've been using my I go on walks all the time, you know. And so me and my son uh, use the same diaper rash medication every day. I'll be rubbing desitin on my legs and shit. But and and so I've noticed that like oh I can de- like the summer isn't as horrible for me anymore because really it was just that I was you know lugging around a lot of extra weight but it's been so hot the past couple of weeks that I I think I could be in the best shape of my life and still be miserable like I'm out I'm outside for five minutes and I'm already like jumped in the swimming pool wet except for it's hot wet not cool wet and mm-hmm. hot wet hot mm-hmm. wet ain't it no. Cool wet. wet. Yeah, that's cool wet. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool Cool, wet. Cold wet, cold wet, cold wet. Also, no hit. No, I'd rather warm wet than cold wet. Yeah, cold wet. Cold wet will kill you. Yeah, cold wet will kill you. I'm glad that you brought this up actually because that uh, rolls right into something I wanted to talk to you about up top. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but breaking news. And, and we don't get political on this show. I think we can do this without being political. I, I genuinely do. Breaking news. It, it is possible, Trey, that Joe Biden uh, accidentally broke royal pro- proto- protocol. I can't even say the word. Broke royal protocol this past week. Did you hear about this? I, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, know, I knew that. I saw that people were. It's not from talking to the pores, is it? Because no. I saw. <laughs> because did you see? There was a clip that people were getting all fired up about because they were saying that it proved Joe Biden was like, you know, had dementia or whatever they're always saying because it was he gained to speak to the impoverished. Yes, except not even the impoverished, like the 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 microphone headed uh red guard fellers the royal guard oh, yeah they're walking down through there past a bunch of the they're royal guards to to him well so joe biden it's just this clip you can't even hear him but joe biden's like talking to one of those guards and charles is like very clearly trying to like pull him away from him like over, <laughs> over this way we don't do that joe. you know like, you can't tell what he's saying but like grandpapa 
and people were people were posting it because they were like, you know, look how lost he is. He don't even know who he's talking to or whatever. And it's like, I mean, maybe or maybe he's yeah, just like I mean, that, that talking to a dude, you know. Yeah, he could but just anyway, be a regular idiot. I saw that, or just somebody that was like, you know, what's that hat about? You know what I mean? Like, because that's a very Joe Biden thing. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? What happened was it wasn't that. I, I was expecting it to be something like that. Like when I heard Joe Biden breaks royal protocol, my thing was like, oh, I bet you that he looked at King Charles and was like, hey, Bucko, how's it going, huh? Mm-hmm. What do you say? What do you say, old chap? Sport, you know? But no, they were actually he. So he's over there talking to Prince Charles about again. This is related. Um, what they can do for climate change. Cause you know, Prince Charles, like say what you will about the dude. He walks the walk and talks the talk on climate change. And he's been talking about that shit since like the eighties. He's made that like, and he's, he's gotten some very unpopular feedback because of that. But he like, even when he didn't really have to be doing shit, when he was a younger Prince, he was like, sort of like, okay, this is like, you know how like the first lady gets one thing that they get to be crunk about for eight years yeah, he, that was like what's, his. Uh, what's Jill's? What's Doctor Jill Biden's? You know, because I know with Michelle think, Obama, it was making sure Joe don't fall down the stairs. I think that's her. Michelle that's Obama her. was trying to take away everybody's cheeseburgers, right? Yeah, like you know, yeah, everybody had to have broccoli. Trying to tell Laura. me what my God given rise an American to have a big fat fuck kid. Yeah, right. Bitch. Laura, yeah, that's, what was Laura Bush's? I don't know. I don't what remember. Was, what was Melania's? Um. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Only the Mexican kids. <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Only Slovenians good imports. Yeah, yeah whatever the fuck. Um, anyway, so that it's like that with Royals too, and like, that was it, his. Yeah, that's his thing. That's his thing. And he's always been like, you know, regardless of the grief that he gets for it from his people, he's like, No, I'm telling you the fucking polar bears in the whatever, you know. So they're over there. It's funny to me because like <laughs> Charles invited Biden for a tea party ahead of the NATO summit where the NATO summit is going to talk about global warming and stuff like that. And I do think it's nice that like Joe, you know, before going to NATO where actual shit happens to talk to actual important people, he stops off and is like, all right, let's let's let Charles thinks that he's actually in a position of power or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. like the, the king, we all know that the king can't really I mean, I guess I talked about in that one episode where the queen actually did have a lot of power. She just refused to execute her power. Mm -hmm. Would that be the right phrase? Um, Yeah, she yeah, she had a lot of power. She just chose not to. Yeah. So now I'm thinking maybe Charles. Yeah, employ it. Yeah. So now I'm thinking maybe Charles it. like yeah, utilize it. Now I'm thinking maybe Charles will be like, well, fuck that. I can actually do shit. But anyways, so Biden arrives by helicopter. He gets his whole like you know the royal salute or whatever. The royal band even played uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Pretty fucking sweet. You know, pretty cool. They had a roundtable discussion about climate change. Um, by the way, this is actually the first time that Joe Biden has met him as king. You know, the last time he met him, because he didn't go to the coronation, so the last time he met him, he was still a prince. And I guess this makes Joe Biden the first president in history who who has met with Queen Elizabeth and King Charles. So can't take that away from him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what he did. Uh, he just, it's just when he was leaving, he tapped him on the back. 
<laughs> that's fucking the it. King? He tapped yeah, the king on the back. He just, he, he just kind of tapped it on the back. And like, it was a big fuss over there, like, of people being like, yeah, fucking president comes over. You don't respect the fucking, you know, whatever, yada, yada. Um, but apparently, Charles don't give a shit because Charles don't roll like that. He's not old school. You know what I mean? He's like, eh, you know, protocol. Like, fuck. like, fuck all that. Like, yeah, he, like, it's stupid. We don't have a king. The president's like, the closest thing we have to a king is the president. So it's like they they should be equals. I mean, really, Joe Biden is the pre not just Joe Biden. The president is like the superior to the of king course. because the president has actual power or whatever. So like to say the president is not allowed to touch the the king or queen or it's whatever in any dumb. regard is bullshit. But it's also like I feel and this came up before, but I'm pretty sure I've read before something. Maybe it was on the crown even when the Kennedys came or I heard somewhere. Yeah, John like, fucked up a couple times. Well, I heard somewhere that we didn't, as a general rule, we didn't play a lot of that shit, like, yeah. on purpose. Like, LBJ kneeling, sure kneeling or whatever, like, yeah. that type of thing. Or, like, no, we don't we don't roll like that. It was, that was the whole deal. That's why we handed you that L in the first place, is because we, right. we don't want to fuck with all that. So, yeah, like, Which I agree with, for the record. It, yeah, but me too. My point is, though, like, I think that... I don't think Elizabeth would have made a big fuss about it. And clearly, obviously, we're not in the old times where, like, if someone broke royal protocol, they could hang them or put them in the fucking tower. But, like, I have heard all this talk and a bunch of stuff I've read is, like, even though he's old, Charles is going to be a really good um, transition king because he's always been more, way more modern. And like, even though he is in his seventies, like he's a like, he, you know, he's just, he's just supremely modern. He's got, he got that from his dad. Cause like, if you'll remember, um, Prince, uh, who was his fucking racist ass daddy? What was his name? I can't remember. Philip. Philip. Yeah. Philip. Like as, as old as Philip was and as the, from the old school as he came, he was super modern. Like he's the one that convinced him, Hey, we should televise the coronation. We should do this. We should do that. And I think that Charles got a lot of that from him. And Charles is going to be the first one to be like, okay, look, I'm not saying you can't curtsy. Of course you can fucking curtsy if you want to curtsy. But if you don't curtsy, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to save the whales motherfucker. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like, you know, I think the first, and we haven't done like a checkup on the king in a while because this isn't a monarchy show, obviously. Um, but there, there at the beginning of his kingdom, it seemed like every week there was some fucking bullshit where like he was bitching because his ink pen didn't have any ink in it or some shit. But it, you know, lately the things I'm kind of hearing are like, okay, Charles is kind of like he's kind of he's kind of uh, settling into this shit and being a pretty good modern king. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's. Uh, I was thinking you said this isn't a monarchy show, and it just got me thinking about how, like, you know, they're not. When anybody in this country says the monarchy, they mean them, of course. But like, there are others still out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, I'm. I'm. Like, recently, every now and then, I'll hear about a country having Spain's a. Uh, it. Who? Spain, I believe. Right. Well, every now and then, I'll hear about another country. Like, I feel like recently I heard there was some, like, tabloid-type story about, like, an Italian princess or a Spanish yeah. princess or something, you know, whoring around or something like that. I don't remember. But, like, I read that, and I was like, God damn. Like, I print, you know, I didn't know Spaghetti Land had princesses. Me you either. Know. Uh, I thought Stalin took care of that. Yeah, and, I mean, I may be, you know, maybe they don't specifically, but I just, like, there's more of them out there than you think. 
Yeah, we need to do a whole episode on that. Uh, Countries that have, we'll title it Countries with Monarchs that may surprise you. I'm pretty sure that like Norway and a couple of them Dutchy, Deutsche, 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 they've got some. Norway does. They're all white. You can be racist to whites, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I'm sure that we have at least one listener that's offended when I call their people right. hoingy doingy doingy. Yeah. But like, say, this yeah. I mean, are they not hoingy doingy? Is that's that not exactly what they are? How they are? Yeah, that's how they be. Y'all they can piss talk fish too. Us. Yeah, they uh, piss fish. Mm-hmm. So I knew they ate fish that didn't hit, but I didn't know it was peed on. It's not peed on, but it's like I've, obviously I've never seen it, smelt it, and let alone tasted it. But I've heard it described as like the fish they have. It's like they like. Offensive. They like bury it in the ground for yeah. a month or two or something in the winter, something like that, and it like ferments. It's fermented. Yeah, yeah and that's so called. It, it's got it's shit. got a lot of um, ammonia, yeah. and so that people thing. say it's kind of pissy. It's sort of piss fish, you know. Uh, there's different variations of it. One of them's called sustroming. Yeah, um, that's not the one I was thinking of. There's what's one, the one you like, thinking of. There's one that's like how Malort is to Chicago. This is to them. Like it's there. Sustroming is like that, in yeah. uh, but but in the different countries they have different different versions of it. I, I think do what whatever the fuck. While while you're looking it up or thinking about it, I did have one question I wanted to ask you that's not at all POA related, but it is food related, and we're talking about food right now, so I'm going to make it work. I'm asking you this with zero context, even though I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to figure it out since it's me asking. But just honest reaction: if it's the only thing that you're eating. If it's the only thing that you are eating, do you find 12 pieces of bacon to be a ridiculous amount of bacon? If it's the only thing you're eating. Thank you. Bro. Thank you. I mean, it's a little wild to sit down and just eat a a bowl of bacon. Not if that's what you have. And nothing else. But, like, if that's all you're doing, no, not at all. I mean. How many pieces are generally in like one pack that you buy at the store? I know some of it's thick 24? cut, some of it's not. Maybe. Is it that many? I don't think it's that many. Is it that many? Maybe it is. Mm. Because Seems like what I did was eat half a pack of bacon. <laughs> and it because, was because and packs vary. I think some of them are twelve ounces, some of them yeah. are a pound, whatever. It depends Sometimes on the brand. It's just the thickness. How thick it's cut. Yes. That all is a variable here. But like, dude, I'll eat. Like I could eat a whole pack of bacon, hey, easy, myself, like without any issues whatsoever. I mean, I don't, but like, I totally could. Well, I did, but the reason is, is because we're about to go to the lake. So, like, right as soon as I know we're about to leave for a week, I look through the fridge and go, "What can't be here when I get back?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, because yeah, I yeah. I'm like you. I don't like food waste. I hate throwing mm-hmm. shit away. Like. And I'm not I'm not necessarily worried about the money, but like it does suck to spend money on something and then not at all use it. So like when it comes down to that, I'm like, I look at the milk, all the dairy shit. I'm like, what do I need to cook with? Do I need to even if I'm not going to eat? I'm like, what do I need to give to my sister? Whatever. And we had a half a pack of bacon, 12 there were 12 pieces of bacon. And I was like, this ain't going to make it until we get back from the lake. And I was like, fuck it. And so for lunch, I heated up and ate 12 pieces of bacon didn't think shit about it. And then Amber was telling me that it was a lot. And I was like, I don't think so. And then I put it in the thread and Mark was giving me shit about it. And I made the point of like, okay, maybe no one would order, hey, I'd like 12 pieces of bacon. But if we're talking about just in terms of how much meat it is, I don't even think that's a steak. Like that's a regular size steak. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
bacon is a tiny and crispy like it when and when when you look at it before it's cooked it looks like a lot of shit but then it'd be shriveling up you know what i mean yeah like this candy dude, mark mark don't know when it comes to food dude no, he's, he i mean which is why he's like got abs and his body does hit is because he don't hit when it comes to food but when talking about food stuff you can just immediately discount whatever mark smart mark is not smart when i mean again i guess he's smart but no. but but he don't hit. He don't know what hits. He don't know what hits at all. No. Drew's similar in that regard. He sometimes yeah, Drew's way less egregious than Mark in my That's opinion. That's true. Because Drew, up. when it comes to trash shit, Drew knows what's up. Right. But Mark, you know, again, I know this don't have shit to do with the show, but like I was blown away because like I'm like you. If there's 24 p, if a full pack of bacon is 24 pieces, then I can damn sure eat 24 pieces of fucking bacon, dude. I wasn't even a little bit full. <laughs> like I'm not. I need. I should have eaten four eggs with it as well. Like I'm not really full. I mean, it was a lot, but if you're making yourself one serving of eggs, is that is it four? Um, no, usually three. Uh, yeah. Because I always, I've ne- I don't norm- when I normally cook eggs, it'll be for me and Amber at the same time, and I cook six and then divide it so it's normally three. You know what I mean? It depends on like if I'm scrambling, definitely three fried sunny side up type situation oftentimes i just do two because that's what fits in the pan most conveniently the one that i'm making and oftentimes really the only time i'm ever making sunny side up is because i want to put it on a sandwich and two is the perfect size to fit the bun you know what i mean right because then it's like the whole area is yolk the whole yeah. area under the bun instead of yeah. like an isolated area where if you smush it it could squirt out one side now you yeah. got better coverage and it squirts and out the, all sides which and makes it's the it yolk harder that do it. it's absolutely the yolk that do it people that don't fuck with the guy I, I worked with this girl once and i told her about i said i was like wanting to wanting to figure out soft boiled eggs or whatever uh, i figured and, them out uh, and she was like she didn't know what that was and what? Yeah, she didn't. She wasn't familiar with it. And she know obviously she knows boiled eggs. She's like, "What do you mean soft boiled eggs?" And I was like, "Well, it's like a boiled egg where the yellow is still running and broke." She was like, "She was like, absolutely broke. not revolted." Wow. Like she was like, she thought like she was the type like you know how sometimes you know how some people boil eggs so hard they're like green. The green. yolk turns yeah. like green or whatever. It's like it's like chalk, green yeah. gray chalk that's just super dry. Yeah, she, she was one of them. No, no, and it's that my mother in law, you know, bless her heart. She's got this little egg cooking device, little yeah. egg boiler. You I know, know yeah. And she was like, she's like, perfect, absolutely perfect. That's what I love about it. You don't have to time it. You just put it in there, hit the setting, and it's perfect every time, bruh cooked them to death son that which not, like to I her mean, you know maybe that is perfect but like yeah i was kind of excited because i was like oh that's neat take the guesswork out of it exactly Crack, cracked them open i like this ain't it well for the record well number for the record my granny didn't make them soft boiled but she made them the hard boiled way but before they were gray and shitty and i'm totally fine with that i'd rather have them soft boiled but like a good meemaw hard boiled yeah. egg that, i love hard boiled eggs I'm, yeah me but too not when they're overdone no fuck no and i'd i mean even then i'll still eat them like fuck yeah me too bro the white's still fine uh no dogs and Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. but i would rather have it severely underdone than severely overdone any day of the fucking week but like my trick to it is like how did if you're going to make bald eggs soft boiled eggs what's your whole move tell me from beginning to end what you do and i'll tell you what i do um 
I went through a spell where I was making them frequently, but now it's been a while. I sort of felt, you know, I, like I did that and I sort of, uh, burnt myself out on them or something. I haven't had them in a while, but I would put it, I'd put it in a, I put them in cold water. Yes. On a pot, put the pot on the eye, Written. bring it to a boil. Yep. And then turn when it, it gets off. to a boil, turn it off. And then seven and a half minutes. I was going to say seven minutes. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. If you want it hard, but not green, go nine or 10. Mm-hmm. But if you want it soft boiled, go seven, seven and a half. Absolutely money. And that kind of takes the guesswork because as soon as it starts boiling, you just turn that shit off. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't know. Like, they just stay in there. They slowly get to temp. You're not shocking the egg. It's sort of hanging out in there, getting to know the water, you know, slowly getting to a place, and then, pop, stay in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people, Same people that don't, don't fuck with the runny eggs are also the whole, like, cook the shit out of my steak. They're the, like, they don't, and I feel so bad for some of these, the old people, it's just pure ignorance because when they were younger, like during the depression and shit, before ice boxes were prevalent and when there was still a lot of diseases and like meat handling wasn't good, they, they had to do these things because people were dying, but they've never fucking let it go. Like they, they don't realize that we live in a different time now and their lives are worse for it. You know? Yeah. No, I know. I mean, my I, dude, I thought I was probably at least a teenager or maybe older before I realized that steak actually does hit because because you'd always got it bullshitted. I had only been given fucking extra well done steak because yeah. like my, my my mama cat, you know, my grandparents, and then because then my mom too, never like just you know can't have no pink in it. That's bad for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'd only ever had it like fucking shoe leather, and I was always yep. like. I was always like, I don't know why people act like steak is some fancy shit that hits. This is fucking right. awful, you know. Um, and then, boy, you talk about a revelation. Yeah. And you have me, it the right way. Me too, dude. I mean, I remember the only time I ever had it was at, like, family cookouts and stuff. And I'll say not my dad cooking it because when my dad cooks it, it is a fucking revelation. But I'd only had it as a kid at, like, you know, you go into your uncle's barbecue, there's the whole family there, one person's running the grill, they only know how to make it well done. And not mm-hmm. only that, not only that, they're buying shit-ass sirloin. Which, by the way, no offense to anybody who sirloins their choice because of price or whatever, but, like, if you're going to get that cut of meat, you've got to treat it different to make it hit. And they weren't. They were just fucking throwing it on there, cooking the shit out of it. High heat for a long time. And then... Uh, my mama one time suggested at the house that we have this thing that I'd never heard of called filet mignon. Mm-hmm. And my dad cooked it the correct way, which is, you know, I, now I'm a rare guy, but back then it was medium rare. And I've been the same as you. I had it and I was like, oh, this, oh, this is what the fucking mobsters in the movies are eating. Okay, I get this. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. 
and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Yeah, buddy. It does hit. So I looked it up earlier. I'm not going to read all of them, but here's some other places that still have Kangs and or Queens. Um, Andorra, which I thought was a uh, planet in Star Wars. Me too. Um, I've never heard of Andorra in my life. Let me see here. Andorra, the principality of Andorra is a sovereign landlocked country and micro state on the Iberian Peninsula. Oh, Lord. So it's like real of states. Yeah, and I knew they had those. Like Monaco is one of those, and uh, Liechtenstein and um, Vatican City, technically. Oh but yeah, this, this one I hadn't I hadn't heard of this one, but apparently, yeah, it's uh, between Spain and France. How you and, that? But have a king. Well, I don't know. Less for him to do, you know. That's true. Um, but what he ever win? Who'd he yeah, ever beat? You know what I mean? I don't know. And how did he not get beat? forever yeah, right. ago like yeah, yeah. the way like, they Clinton, was with taking each other's countries yeah. and land and stuff i don't know how a tiny yep. ass little country the size that's, of rhode island or smaller that's what i'm saying survive. like yeah. plenty of hidden places got took you know what right. i mean like plenty yeah. of hidden places got took that you were like there ain't no way they're gonna get took and they did so like how the fuck you're a mind the only thing i can think of is people were like it's not even worth taking this shit but i don't think any king has ever felt that way uh, Andorra was is believed to have been created by Charlemagne himself. Good God, rule yeah, ruled by the Count of Urgil until nine eighty eight. Ain't even Urgil. got a one in front of that motherfucker. Nine eighty eight. I know it's old. Um, that's true. Then, if it don't have a one in front of that motherfucker, it's old. And the present principality was formed by a charter in twelve seventy eight. So this version of it has been going for that goddamn long it's currently headed by two co-princes the bishop of urgil in catalonia spain and the president of france so i don't sound like i got a king to me no it doesn't that co-king you can't have a co-king yeah what's up with that i don't um i don't know but anyway they also got or so you got belgium denmark luxembourg yeah i knew Um, that one King the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden, yep, um, all have kings, but they're all uh, of limited power. Dude, you know, you know what we should do. Now, this is going to take a lot of work, which means I might not actually be able to do it, but I'll try. We should like take all the kings and queens that currently still are, talk about each one of them, and then have like a bracket of like. Uh-huh. Which one, if they all went to war, which one would be the king of the kings? 
You know what is I mean? How you do it though is like via war because we've had this argument before actually about us. This is way before this show. It's not before the first iteration of the show ten years ago. But the argument about you know being a king, right? Like who who would hit it being a king or whatever? And and uh, you know you were always like I hit so hard at being a king, and I was like it depends on what type of king. And yet, right? And it's like it's like because like, I don't I think you'd merciful. hit. For, but you would be merciful, you'd be benevolent, but you'd also be, you know, you'd be like King Robert, you'd be like Bobby B, right? Yeah. Just whores and turkey legs and drunk and I all the goddamn wanna, time. I wouldn't want to take over nobody. Right, but you, what, you might get took over. Yeah, no, that's, I think that would be my problem, is like, I wanted to say like, oh, I'd be more like a Henry VIII, but like, that's only in a getting drunk respect, like, I am a way better person than Henry VIII, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's no way I would take over anyone just to be like, I must expand my kingdom. Like, I couldn't fucking do that. I'd, I guarantee I'd be like, shit, this hits just as is. You know what I mean? As is. This fucking rules. Therefore, I'd get took because I'm pretty sure that, like, being a king and being the CEO are, like, very similar where it's like, if you're not growing, you're dead. Yeah, you're also, not that I'm not, but you in particular, like, a. Uh you pretty paranoid and yes. uh, neurotic and anxiety ridden. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Kings be getting poisoned and shit. And, uh, <laughs> oh, dude. oh, I know that. Tasters. Yeah. Right. Taster. Well, that's what I'm saying. And but if I you had tasters and they started killing over dead, what would you do? You know, that's, that's another problem right there is everybody knows you can get me to taste something. Dude. How many fucking banana puddings have we been sent to our green rooms? And we didn't even fucking right. ever ask who, Hey, who sent this before we was nine thumbs deep in a motherfucking mm. banana pudding? We get killed easy. Right. But if you was a king, though, and that was actually like, like, I just feel like you'd get um, utterly consumed with paranoia, yeah. I think, in between I the, the drunken and the whoring and whatnot. I am, though, I am paranoid, but I'm, but contradicting though i'm also a very trusting and pretty loyal person so i feel like if i had like a good hand and i had a good court you know like i i, I don't know like if i could surround myself with some good people i could feel like i was being taken care of like if you like if i was the king and you were you'd be a great hand by the way mm -hmm. you would fucking rule as a hand i think you'd be a good king too but like you're probably the best hand someone like me could have like I'm, I'm very Robert, and you're very Ned. Except for Ned was kind of a fucking dumbass, so I don't know if I want to. But you're more like, who was it? You're more like Tywin. He's a little book queer. Tywin, not Tywin, not Tyrion. Way more. Tyrion. Oh, okay, Tyrion. all right, all yeah, right. yeah, okay. You're more Tyrion than you are uh, Ned, but like you've got Ned's loyalty. That's for sure. Yes. Um, I want to come back to this. Because uh, I want to know uh, that's the whole like you said. Let's have a bracket of kings, and it's like, well, how do you, you know, what are the determining factors? I want to come back yeah, to that. But you mentioned that. You mentioned Tyrion, though. Yes. Uh, you know the shit. I know you know because you sent it to the text thread. You know what's going on with, uh, with Peter Dinklage right now? Nope. <laughs> so what I, did this, I send? This fin to be a minefield, perhaps, okay. um, but. Oh no! Is something I, bad? Has he done something dude, bad? It depends. That's what I'm. That's what I want to know. What you think? So, like Disney, Walt, the fucking Walt oh. Disney Company, they cannot stop making these goddamn live action remakes of their animated you classics. Don't like any of them? Some of them are okay. I feel like 
I feel like most of them are like absolute joyless cash grabs. Yes, nothing special at best. Like I was really pumped about the Lion King one, and it was just not. I thought Beauty and the Beast was pretty good. good. I but I like Matthew Crawley, and Mm -hmm. you know, I thought so. You know what it is? My niece loves it. That's why I love it. Yeah, but they just can't stop with these movies. So Snow White's coming up soon. Snow White and the Seven. I don't know. We'll figure it out because they, (laughs) so as I understand it, this is how it played out. They were planning on, um, doing Snow White and the seven dwarves and they were going to hire little people, dwarves, real life dwarves to play the seven dwarves in the movie. Right. Cause you know, representation, whatever, like like you could never, you know, that's the thing that like you can't hire a regular size person to play a little person. Everybody knows that. Right. No. And, uh, dude, not that they, th- think not about that they how, should. No, I know. But dude, think about, okay. It's different. No. Yeah. No, it's the same thing. Think about how different the casting of Lord of the Rings would be. Like you wouldn't get. Well, fucking, I saw that's Yeah. I, uh, I opened for Brad Hobbits Williams. Fictitious. I opened for Brad Williams years ago at side splitters when i was still uh knoxville comics so this is like fucking i mean this is like i don't know nine years ago ten years ago something like that or more if y'all don't know brad williams is a very 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 funny little person comic and he uh <laughs> you know, I mean, a very 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 short comedian that's what well, i thought he meant, but he is funny as fuck he's so funny but anyway he's a he's a nice guy too but he uh then 10 years ago, I think those Hobbit movies were coming out, not the Lord of the Rings with the Hobbit movies. And he had a whole bit just railing on, because this was before anybody was talking about representation or whatever. And mm-hmm. all in the Hobbits and those Hobbit movies, there's like seven or eight of them or however many they are. And they're all played by regular size actors just right. made to look like, you know, uh, dwarves. And he had a whole bit about how fucked up and shitty that was and how, you yeah. know, like, why can't you just hire a dwarf to do it? Whatever. So anyway, yeah, if they yeah if they made those movies now, I you know I I don't I, this is a perfect example. I don't know what they do because anyway, so Disney was like, well, we got it easy. We'll just actually we'll find some dwarves, right? Right, they're out here. They're about uh, they're looking for work. They don't. They're tired of getting thrown. You know, and it's not like they're going to be the stars of the movie. That right. would be the difference. It's like Frodo is the star, so you're having to risk like a non-famous person playing your star and hopefully this dwarf, of course you, we would just get Peter Dinklage, I guess, but like, well, no, you wouldn't because, uh, that was the plan. And uh, evidently Peter, and I haven't listened to it, but I guess Peter Dinklage was on, I read all of this on Reddit. Okay. Okay. Of course I did. But, uh, Peter Dinklage, I guess was on WTF and I don't even know when, but I guess he was on there and he said that, uh, you know, he found it disappointing and it didn't hit for him and all this stuff because it's like his point, I think was like, it's like, uh, it's like being, they're always elves or something. Do you know right. what I mean? It's like, it's Easy another punch to say though. Exactly. He's like, it's another very stereotypical type of role for a little person. It's always that an I elf. It's always the fuck, actors, whatever. That I think seven dwarf actors would love to fucking play and get the paycheck. Right. Well, that's the whole, I mean, that's the whole thing I, right there. So anyway, he said that. And so now I guess, and I'm not saying it's because of him or what he said. I don't know, but Disney has now backtracked and said they're not going to do that. So they're like, it's just going to be seven dudes. Snow White and the seven dudes, you know, that or whatever. It. No. Dude, fucking dumb now, as shit. Now, granted, like, 
my what I was gonna say before you brought up the Peter Dinklage thing was like I think we really all need to do something that we never even think about at, in a situation like this, which is let's let the little people community tell us how we should feel about this. Now, granted, Peter Dinklage has, right? Now, he's only one member of the little people community. So he's also the most famous and successful uh, one, you know what course. I mean? So, yes, of course. That, so somebody, that's what I was say. Just, I re- this isn't me saying this, but somebody on uh, somebody on Reddit said yesterday, they were like, like yeah, the Dinklage got to the top and then pulled the little step yep. stool up behind him. <laughs> But that's a great point, though. And, like, obviously, I respect Peter Dinklage is allowed to have whatever opinion that, that he can have. And I certainly respect him for having it. But, yeah, as soon as you said that, I was like, dude, you also, like, Tyrion Lannister was a dwarf. Like, that was part of his character. It's not like he was a regular sized person and they go, but we're going to let Peter Dinklage play it because it doesn't matter. He was cast because he was short, 100%. They also did him a lot of good favors in not making him look any other way like what Tyrion was described in the book. He got to be fucking handsome, which he is. Again, I respect Tyrion for saying that, but it's fucking really easy for someone who was who made their fucking career playing exactly what he's talking about and on one of the biggest cultural phenomenon shows that has ever been. So, like, yeah, it, it is that. But I would like, just at large, no pun intended, uh, to hear what the little people community think, because I guarantee you, I fucking guarantee you, there's there are seven fucking uh, little people actors that are going. No, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? I'm Absolutely, way bro. Cool with it, like, like, dude, like, I don't know, man. Like, like, you know, I, I think about like wrestling sometimes with little people. And like it's it's like a trope in wrestling where it's like oh if we're gonna have women we gotta have you know it's like midgets and wrestling I'm just that's what they call the shows not what I'm referring mm-hmm. to but that's a thing and like I'm sure that there's some people well I know there is some people they're like oh it sucks that you know whenever they have the midget wrestling it's like that that's the whole point of it but it's like well yeah though like it would be wild if it was a fucking like you can't have a three foot motherfucker go up against hulk hogan and let me suspend my disbelief they're gonna have to go up again but but for every argument of like this is demeaning there's a fucking little person wrestler who is like i want that spot this is what i'm training for this is what i want like there's so many things that we can't do and this is one thing that we can do and make a lot of money at and now you're gonna tell me i can't fucking do it because it's degrading degrading to what my fucking rent fuck you yeah, I know. I mean, I I completely agree with with all of that. I think that, like, also to be fair to Dinklage, like people were saying, it's like you know, it's not he wasn't ranting and raving about it. He just sort yeah, of said, I'm, yeah, he just sort of was like, yeah, you know, so it's, it's a little stereotypical and a little disappointing. And I guess at the end he was like, but you know, maybe they'll have an interesting take on it. Who's to say? Way, so he though, was like, he was like reasonable enough about it or whatever. But like, yeah, Disney, in there- you just can't with this type of shit. It's all I don't know. All this has just gotten just so dumb i feel yeah. like it's like they just what do you do you're damned if you do damned if you don't again i don't think they should be making these movies anyway right like I, but just know, from I wish an artistic do standpoint. something else yeah right but uh yeah. well you know what i'm glad you said that because in all of that we are actually missing peter dinklage's ultimate point which is like he probably wouldn't even be saying this if there were little people cast as just regular people in movies that just mm-hmm. like they were cast as a person 
the, and that wasn't even the, the whole point of their character. It's like, well, yeah, the, my friend is just a little person because they exist in society and therefore need representation. If that was happening on a large scale, he probably wouldn't even be saying this, but like, he's right in that regard. Just the same way as like, there needs to be gay characters that are cast simp like but being gay is not the whole point of the movie or the whole point you know what i mean it's just mm -hmm. like yeah he's gay whatever throw it away right like same thing with little people but if that and if that was happening i don't think he'd give a fuck but right now yeah it seems like you're gonna be a dwarf also ain't they making snow white black i think think maybe latina or something or making a brown or black or something it's like again i don't ever like when they made ariel black or whatever i was like she's a fish who fucking right. cares you know what i mean but like snow white's a little different this bitch name is snow white her skin was as white yeah, as like yeah. that does i have to say that makes and it feel a little different it, to dude, me it's but way fucking different and everybody knows really how we feel about all this but like it, but but also if you look the Disney Princess game has actually been really good for representation for a long time. Like, they're not actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, in the 90s, you've got fucking, you know, Jasmine. Uh, they've got, uh, I think the Frozen. Pocahontas, like, Mulan, The Frozen Tiana. is the first white one in a long time. That's so, true. Like, it's kind but of fun if you bring Snow White back. I think Jasmine hits and Mulan hits and all that stuff. I feel like Pocahontas, some people are like, yeah, you know, because yeah, a lot of stuff. I guess there I was don't the know. princess and the frog too. I said Tiana. That's oh, her name, did? I think. Okay. Tiana. Yeah, okay, I, I never right, saw yeah. that movie, but I reckon it's pretty good. That was like their first big classically animated movie. Yes, and I really wish it had been. Pixar. I really wish it had worked more because I love that style of animation so much. Like that's just, I mean, dude. Like obviously, Toy Story blew my mind. I love that Pixar type, but I wish that like we'd get at least four to five movies a year that were just classic animation, like TV, cartoon, hand-drawn animation. I'm just like, and I know, listen, they're doing what makes money, so I fucking get it. But, like, don't you get nostalgia for, nostalgic for, like, the cartoons that we knew? Uh, you about to make I'm fun of totally me? I'm totally honest with you. I don't really miss them. <laughs> really? I'm fine, I'm fine with, like, you're not alone. A lot of people feel that way. I just... uh you just I don't. don't. Oh, you! I forgot some. I forget sometimes. You fucking like hate joy. Like you, <laughs> your childhood sucked, and so you're just glad to not remember anything from it. And that includes cartoons. Am I correct? No, I'm a super nostalgic motherfucker. Like I get crazy nostalgic. But not for cartoons. For uh, dude, you got part part of that. Two things for me. I feel like I appreciate a lot of those cartoons more now than I did as a kid for two reasons. You got to remember who I am. Like, first of all, I know you had a little sister too, but I had a little sister, but also I, um, you was like her daddy as every time. No, my, why you say that? No, you were, because you lived, your dad was a single dad a lot and you had, so you yeah. had to also parent. I didn't mean that your dad wasn't there for her. I just meant like you probably felt like you took more of a parental role because y'all were a little alone in the situation. Uh, that was not, I don't a know, maybe your father, but that's not what I, this, right? that's not what I, that's not what I mean right here. It's kind of the, not the opposite, but like I, I was against almost anything that hit for my sister automatically. 
like just okay, by, by, yeah. by nature. Like, like Paige was a little kid when Barney came out and she fucking loved Barney. And I was three years older. So I was like, stuff's fucking stupid. You know what? Yeah. Like, like that, that, so that was part of it. But also like, as I've talked about many times before on other podcasts and stuff, I thought when I was a kid and I was a fat dork, but like up here, I literally, like I always say, I literally thought I was goodwill hunting, uh -huh. you know, like oh, when I got to be a teenager, I thought that, but I thought I was like, you know, just incandescently brilliant and, right. and all this type of shit. And so like, uh, cartoons were like for kids, you know, right. and I always, even as You're a kid, I was six. Yeah. Yeah, like even <laughs> like even as a kid, I was like, I was like, I don't do that kid shit. I'm I'm a grown man. No, I'm seven so years much old or whatever. You missed out on. Yeah, but then I got to later on. I acknowledged like, like I remember like in high school and stuff. We would like Thompson was a huge fan of like a lot. Maybe not high school, junior high, or whatever. But like he was a huge fan of like Aladdin. We'd re watch and rewatch Aladdin, Aladdin and the Lion so King. And I had the I had the video games of all those on Sega Genesis, and I loved that shit. So it's not that I ain't got no love for those. I just um, I think yeah, that I don't know. Like I if they came out with a brand new classically animated 2D movie right now, like for example, like, yeah. like Spider-Verse is unique and, yeah, and it's, yeah. but it, but yeah, it's close to, it's not like Pixar it's style, thing. but it's also its own separate style and it's super duper hits for me. It is. But if, they came out, if they came out with like a classically animated Disney style 2D movie, I honestly wouldn't really have any interest in it cool. if i heard it was great i'd be like okay yeah. but well actually i kind i'm kind of with you though on that like and this is fucked up because like i love pixar and i have nothing against them i think it's that pixar is so well defined that like i i just wanted something different and like that amazing like the spider-verse is in no way just regular 2D, but it is different than Pixar. Therefore, it, it hit for me. I think really what I want is something other than Pixar from time to time that doesn't have the circular yeah. sort of, you know what I mean? And I fucking yes. love Pixar. But yeah, Spider-Verse, like, I'm cool with that becoming the new norm. That would rule. You know what I mean? So how do you think you, you know, eliminate Kings from a bracket if you're not going to literally have them do a sword fight, okay. Like we're just talking about them. And also you got to realize Aspen. all these Kings, we're talking about living current Kings and yeah. or Queens. They're going to be old fuckers yes. who like grew up just like Charles did. You know what okay. I mean? They're all going to be like private school. Some of them might be partiers and horrors and stuff yes. like that. I don't know. That could be interesting, but okay. Then we have to do it for a bracket of who's the hitness King, not who would win. Yeah. Sure. Who's the hitness king? So factors that we're including that I'm down here, with. Of course, assets are going to be a big one. Now, granted, you you have to go like, well, the more successful the king, the fucking more assets they'll have. So maybe not like the total amount of amount. That's not a word. The amount of their net worth, but like if one of them has like a crocodile with a saddle on it in their moat, like that's going to get some big points from me. You know yes. what I mean? Um, also, hot ass wife. That's gonna get a big, you know, like if they're if they're banging or if it's a queen and she's like, you know, fucking looks like Selma Hayek, you get big points from me. Um, for and and going back to what I just said, having a moat that's gonna put you above anyone that don't have a moat. Because uh, I don't Buff, Buckingham Palace don't have a moat. You know what I mean? And that was the mm -hmm. thing that was I did, was disappointed about the most because I was like, 
look, I know that like y'all have got different ways of protecting the king and queen now, and maybe it's not as hostile, but like you couldn't just like, you know, have a moat with a couple fucking alligators and a drawbridge. Like, you know what I mean? Do you feel that way? Yeah, that would hit. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if we find some actual current rulers out there that have a moat, yeah, that's going to hit for go me. For the next round. That's going to hit for me for sure, because I'll be surprised, frankly, if if we do. But um, that would hit. There's some dude, might have this wrong, but I think it's Jordan, not the basketball player, but the country, the country of Jordan. Mm-hmm. Do they hit? I don't know what they are up to at all. And I could be wrong, but I think it's them. One of those they countries over there has got, got a sultan or a yeah. king or whatever. And I think it's Jordan. And he's like reportedly a super rad dude who like yeah. hits and parties and stuff. And like, he loves like being black. Comedians. Counts a lot. He do what? Being black also counts a lot. I don't think he's black. Well, I'm just think. saying, I'm just letting you know a black king is going to win for me. Cause they're sure. probably going to be cooler. Yeah, he brown, I think. I think he's Middle East oh, yeah, Arab. That, that's what Sultan means, right? Sultan means king, but we're a brown country. Yeah. Yeah. Desert king. De- um, <laughs> but anyway, he likes like American pop culture and comedians and shit, I guess. Oh, yeah. Russell fucking Peters hangs Peters. out with him a lot, right? Russell Peters hangs out with him. And through Russell Peters, I think Segura met him and hung out with him or something. And so like, and they say he's just like, yeah, he just he just hits. Well, maybe, you know, I do guess. You think- he, dude, he probably he probably has dungeons filled with fucking peasants and whores and stuff. Cuts people's hands off for all I know. Okay, I don't know. but sure. like, it, well, yeah, but you really like you got to take you, the good with the bad, dude. When it right, comes to but you going on here talking about like rulers, especially Middle Eastern rulers, be like, I hear he hits, and you find people are like people well, load up the comments with well, like, oh, fine. does he? Well, then yeah. we'll read the comments later. I think we got to ignore a bunch of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe not ignore it, just don't look for it. You know, like if I see it, okay. But if I don't look for it, yeah, like that's what the show will be about. Like we, you know, go on, carry on, talk about how hard they hit, and then we'll get a bunch of smart marks in the comments, being like, "Hey, actually, you know, that dude chopped a lady's head off with a fucking what's them hats that uh, Peaky Blinders have?" Yeah, I don't know what you call them. Well, the, the one in what was the one in James Bond. It wasn't short round. It was another guy. What he had to, um, God damn it. Job. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. she could throw his hat and cut a motherfucker in half. He did that to a lady that put him down. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I, um, I, maybe we would hit for this Jordanian King. You think? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends. It would hit to find out that we did hit for him. Uh, oh, that's, okay. That, okay. I think that needs to be another criteria. When we learn about these people's life, we look at them and go, would we hit for them? Like, cause there's some of them I can, I can definitely go like, no, nah, they wouldn't like our particular brand of whatever. But some of them, like, like if we find, if we come across a silly king or queen, I'm going to love that. Like a silly mm-hmm. king or queen would love us. We could make them the official monarch of putting on airs. I think they'd love that shit. Uh, okay. So I'm reading about the about Liechtenstein now. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Lichten- uh, where Liechtenstein is? That's Germany ish. Somewhere over there. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's like between Germany and Austria. It's another one of them little bitty ass places. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's somewhere like in that general sexual position in Germany. It's Germany adjacent. Um yeah. but anyway. Liechtenstein. 
they're ruled by a prince, which is, I'm like, just call yourself a king. Like, yeah, right. if you're ruling, you're, you're ruling, you're the dude in charge. Why yeah. are you still a prince? Don't is make it sense. He to has me. a dad. His dad was a prince. His son is a prince. They're all princes. It's like they I don't, don't graduate it. to king over there, which I don't get. See, like, he's down on the list for not respecting himself. His name is Prince Hans Adam the Sec- Hans Adam the Second. That's pretty cool. His full name is Johann Adam Ferdinand Alois Joseph Maria Marco Diaviano Pius. Um, That's like the entire cast of The Sound of Music. Yeah, Liechtenstein. So I'm reading here, and it says that like, uh, so he, he apparently his family they're like the House of Liechtenstein, right? Mm-hmm. Who have ran Liechtenstein since like ever since yeah. like. 1200 or something like that they've been running it his family his daddy's daddy's daddy was doing all that shit i guess if i'm reading this right so on this part of his wikipedia page where it talks about his powers um it says there was a ref a referendum to he he had a revision to the constitution of Liechtenstein that he put forth which would expand his own powers so he was like hey y'all i should head harder <laughs> right yeah. and and that referendum passed by vote. So the people were like, you should hit harder. Yeah. Uh, hey, hell yeah. Because apparently, I guess he had threatened to resign and leave the country if they didn't vote for him to hit harder. And yeah. instead of being like, well, good riddance, motherfucker, they were like, you got it. You you hit harder now. You, you do hit, yeah. Uh, in July of 2012, there was a separate referendum to curtail the political power of the prince. Did he, right, set, to, he didn't set that one up, did he? To cut it back. No, and I don't know who the other powers are. Maybe they got some kind of parliament or something. But see, he seems to have actual power, obviously. But there was a referendum to curtail the political power of the prince, and it was overwhelmingly rejected by nice. the people of Liechtenstein. And then this is, this is where it gets a little interesting to me. It says, a few days before the vote, hereditary prince Alloy, that's this guy's son, right? Uh, announced Alloy? 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 Alois, A-L-O-I-S, Alois, announced he would veto any relaxing of the ban on abortion, right? So say that again. I want to make sure. I know. I did the same thing. I reread it like four times. He would veto any relaxing of the ban on abortion. So they have a ban on abortion. It was floated. Maybe we should relax this ban on abortion. He said, fuck no, never going to happen. Not on my watch. And 76% 76 of the people voting supported uh, him in that decision. Yeah. Get Liechtenstein. They got their own thing going on over there. They need more Liechtensteinians. Yeah, right. Uh, He don't hit. He's not on the list. Right. Well, no, he'll have to be on the list. It's just that I know how I'm going to vote when he goes one-on-one with somebody. We'll have to put him, we'll have to seat it to where, like, he goes up against someone who also don't hit so that we have some sort of a fair, you know, contest, I guess. By the way, people, you know that putting on airs at gmail.com is where you can send things. If you, especially if you're from a country with a monarch, because, like, we, dude, we have listeners from all over the world. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yes, that is crazy. Um, one that I'm familiar with, very, not really, obviously, since I just actually looked him up, but we, Mon- <laughs> Monaco got brought up earlier. Uh-huh. That's where they I, race. Yes, it is. Monaco has a prince, all right? 
Do you know anything about the Prince of Monaco or like what, when you think of the Prince of Monaco in your head, like what do you, what kind of images are that, is that calling I, up? I think of a man riding in a Ferrari with a tiger. That's what I think. Right. And what does he look like? He's, he's like hot jet. Like he kind of looks like Stalin, like young Stalin. You remember young Stalin and how yeah. everybody's like, Oh shit. I'd fuck that dictating ass son of a bitch. Kind of mm -hmm. slicked back, dark hair. Good cheekbones, olive skin, right? Stubble, dark stubble, tall, dark, always, and handsome. He always looks wet, but in a good way. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Wet looking fuck okay. stick. That's what I think. That is exactly what I also think of when I think of the Prince of Monaco. Shoehorn uh, dick, too. Sweaty shoehorn dick. Absolutely. Don't even know where that came from. Anyway, I'm sharing my screen right now. Do you see that? Can you see that? Um, Not yet. It's oh fuck that! What? Yeah, no, that yeah. is the Ron Prince Howard. of Monaco. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! And his name is Prince Albert. That ain't which is it. Fun. By the now, way, speaking of Prince Albert, I um, if y'all are only listening right now, Cho, how would you explain what this dude looks like? Okay, this guy looks like. Do you know when you're driving down the road uh, and you look up at a billboard and there's a dude that's like, "Hey, are you paying this much for rent? You could just buy a house." And it's like it's him, and he's the uh -huh. one that's going to sell you a house or insurance. Yeah. It's that fucking guy, or he's a liability lawyer uh, from Arkansas. That's what this or, fucking dude he, looks so like. So he kind of looks like is it Colin Robinson from what we yeah. do in the shadows? Yes, he's got a very Colin Robinsony soul sucking yeah. appearance. Not to like it. a Sex Panther look at all. Um, no. Apparently, his title. You know, they got he's like Royal the Highness. Of the AARP. That's what he looks like. Yeah. You know, they got like your majesty, your grace, things like that. Apparently yeah. his title, his, I guess that's called style, his style, his title uh -huh. is styled as his serene highness. I don't like the, that. The Prince of Monaco, Albert II. Well, I can tell you right now, he's out. All right. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if he's got a moat. He's out. I don't like the, I don't like the cut of his jib. You know what I mean? There are people that's jibs you don't like the cut of, Trey. He's one of them for me. Bro, I'm not going to read all of these, but that guy, this is his complete list of titles and styles okay. in precedent of order of their rank, okay? And again, I'm going to stop halfway through this. Sovereign Prince of Monaco, the Duke of Valentinois, the Duke of Estouteville, the Duke of Mazarin, the Duke of Mayenne, the Prince of Chateau Parcine, the Marquis of Beau, the Marquis of Chili Mazarin, the Marquis of Gecard, the Marquis of Bali, the Count of Polignard, the Count of Calalade, the Count of Ferrette, Belfort, Thane, and Rosemont, the Count of Taranini, the Count of Longimune, the Count of Cledis, the Count of <laughs> the, the Baron of Calvinet, the Baron of Bouy, the Baron of La Luthemere, the You're Baron just of sauces now. The Baron of Habi, the Baron of Altkir, the Baron of Saint Lo, the Baron of Massy, Senor Isenheim, Senor Saint Remy, and Sire of Matignon. Okay, well, all of those. If we consider the amount of titles one has as a qualifier yeah. to this contest, I guess he's back in because that's a lot. I didn't think how he could do that many Dukes. How do you have that many titles and be from that small of a little ass place? How they even got that many different places to be a count and a marquee and a duke of? Right. Uh, but this is actually related to something I wanted to ask you. Like, would you would it hit for you to be announced prior to entering a room? Yes. You know how you know how oh. they do that. So, yeah, fuck yeah. 
I mean, Drew announced me at my wedding as he said, Amber, do you take best-selling author Corey Ryan Forrester? You know that it's for me. But you talking about like the actual man that walks in and goes, and now enter yeah. the Duke of Mayenne, his royal highness, Prince Albert the Fourth of Monaco. Like the guy <laughs> who does that, and then you walk in after him. Would you like somebody to do that? Yes, but I wouldn't you. change how I live my life otherwise. I would just have them do that when we go to Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like when yeah. me and Amber walked in, I would like to have that fucking Alfred from Batman 89 looking motherfucker just walk in and be like, and now enjoying for the fourth time this week, the coconut shrimp, the Duke of Mayonnaise, Corey Ryan Forrester. Yeah. It wouldn't hit for you to have that? No. No. Oh, yeah, no. because you don't want people to know who... You, you know what? I don't want people to look you know at me. What? I'm a little drunk. I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. Now that you're... Now that I'm actually thinking about it, no, I would not like that because... Because imagine, good, like, especially if it's, like, a, a room full of fancy people or whatever, you get announced, they turn around and look, and you know there's going to be people in there going, like, he don't have... Don't you know have. what I mean? And you're yeah. going to be thinking about how they're thinking that. Well, you know? hold on now. If it's a room full of fancy people, I would want it. That way they would have to go, I guess he well, must I guess hit. he hits. Yeah, hit, right. right. But I wouldn't want it like, because you're, dude, you're so right. Like, even though I'm I'm such a walking contradiction, partly truth and partly fiction, uh, Christopherson, in that I, it's like, I love spectacle like that. But at the same time, whenever me and Amber go eat, I pray to God, ain't nobody there know who the fuck I am. So that nobody right. comes up to my table. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. no, I would like it, but but only if I could use it when I wanted to. Like my 20th high school reunion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would fucking rule. You know, what about music? Because those guys also like, they'd be like, and, and now, yeah, right. And they go, yeah, right. The I mean, if you're going to have one, you know, why not yeah. have the other? Would you go with the bur -bur -bur or would you do your own thing? Would you have like a shredding guitar solo or something or uh, I you would know, get record John scratching? Or I'd get John Williams uh, and I would get John Williams and Jason Isbell to compose a mixture of Free Bird and the Darth Vader entrance. Like if you mm -hmm. could... Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I'm crushing it. That's a great idea. Yes, I love it. I kind of did it good with my mouth. Yeah, you did. Well, we ain't done nothing this week but bullshit, but that was fun to me. But if we're going to do airmail, we need to do it because I got about eight. I got eight minutes left for I. We do have, have some to go. good airmail trade. Oh, wait, hang on a second. Hang on. No, BPP has sent us some stuff. Oh, damn. He's been sending us all kinds of shit. I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, sorry, Dad. We've been I'm going to read these real quick. Um, he says, once a year, all residents are invited to a party in the castle on Liechtenstein's national holiday. His Serene <clears throat> Highness Prince Hans Autumn II, the head of state, and his son, His Serene Highness Hereditary Prince Aloy, invite the residents of their tiny principality to have a beer in the Garden of Vaduz, the princely ancestral residents uh they invite everybody in Liechtenstein to come get drunk at their castle or whatever that's pretty cool i guess that is switzerland cool. unintentionally invaded Liechtenstein in march of 2007 i've heard this story before i think when about 170 swiss infantry soldiers wandered across the unmarked border for more than a mile into Liechtenstein before realizing their mistake uh the swiss soldiers were armed with assault rifles but no ammo incidentally Liechtenstein, which has no army of its own admits that it didn't notice the Swiss invasion and had to be informed it had occurred. 
Liechtenstein ultimately chose not to retaliate against its famously neutral neighbor. Chose not to retaliate. Well, how the hell are they going to retaliate? They ain't got right. no army or nothing. <laughs> they don't got anything. I fought in your general direction. You know, something like that. What, this is the last thing he sent us. One in three people who live in Monaco are millionaires. There are 12,261 millionaires per square mile in Monaco. At $186,080, it also has the highest GDP per capita in the world, second only to Luxembourg. Why do the wealthy love it so much? The combination of tax incentives, location, and luxury amenities is alluring. Monaco also has a poverty rate of zero. Most people who work in Monaco don't actually live there. More than 30,000 French and 5,800 Italian nationals commute to Monaco to work every day. So Monaco is like Aspen, but a country or something. So it sounds yeah. to me like. Damn, BPP crushing it this week. And here we were just ignoring his ass the entire time. Yep. Well, let me we get a couple hit. air mails off if that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, subject line on whipping boys. Hey, fellas, pleasure writing to you. I remember whipping boys. Okay. A whipping boy was mentioned in The Prince and the Pauper. I remember the whipping boy explaining to the prince, Pauper, what his job is, how he's supposed to get whipped, and how he's being paid for that, and even begging the, quote, prince, who was, of course, very reluctant to do bad things once in a while because it's all in a day's work. I did not know that was real. History's weird. Anyways, thanks, guys. Nick. Yeah, I can imagine uh, reading Mark Twain and thinking, surely he just said this to, you know fuck with people uh yeah. subject line re limerick you can read my name also correction of my own fuck up this is from aaron hudson i will read your whole name hey fellers i'm from south carolina born and raised but living in the boston area these days she's a poet and don't know it and after 10 years here boston is just as racist <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just as racist, if not more than South Carolina. And I'm not just saying that to defend the South. The South has done some indefensible shit, no doubt. But Boston is nasty as hell, too. Anyhow, I was home visiting my family and dealing with some of the more stressful parts of that. But I listened on the flights to and from to POA and the liberal redneck manifesto. And y'all helped me remember the things I love about the South and why I want to be part of building a better South. Uh, BJ Barham. Uh, the stuff that B.J. Barham sings about. Anyways, here's my limerick. One is autobiographical. There was a gal from Caroline who was tired of very closed minds. She moved up north, they, she moved up north, they said, but it got up her red, and again for the Southland she pines. Number two, an ode. We grew up on racing, you see, cheered loud for the black number three. His life was cut short, but he still made the sport Every wild, red-ass thing it could be. Hell yeah. Raise hell, praise hell yeah. Dale. Praise Dale, that's right, yep. Uh, number three, present company included. They call themselves Corey and Trey. Their friends and their haters call them gay. Me, <laughs> <laughs> Me I call them greats. As my queer-ass states, they're welcome at Pride any day. Well, thank you so much for that, Aaron. That is lovely. And I'm going to have to cut this short since Trey has to leave. And I got to tell y'all, by the way, guys, hold on. Where's my shit here? Listen at that. Y'all need to go get our fucking book. It's called Round Here and Over Yonder. You can get it at TreyCrowder.com or CoreyRyanForster.com. But BPP will have the whole website there in the description as well as... The uh, uh, Discord. Dad, put the motherfucking Discord in there. All right, we have to. Trey, we have a Discord now, and we have people working on a fucking whole-ass Reddit page. So, round here and over yonder, 
Trey, I've had fun this week. Did you have a blast? Yeah, yep. did hit. Yep. Go to TreyCrowder.com, get tickets, come see me too, by the way. I'm in Kentucky tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, and then all over the place after that. Do you like this funky music? I do, white boy. It went away. All right. It Love did. you, yep. and y'all stay fancy. Skew. Skew. Here's Lydia Loveless. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit. Today we'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on.